I just need your age, your sex, your medical condition. And then every time you use a product for that condition or additional conditions, you will enter in what you're using it for, how often you're using it, and whether or not you think it's working. We basically want your medical marijuana to be as, as reliable for you as taking your Tylenol. From MJ Bulls Media, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today on Raising Cannabis Capital, we are joined by Julie Armstrong from Aurelia Stata. Julie, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, Julie, you're a pharmacist. I am. You have experience in the pharmaceutical industry and background in medical science. So you can maybe answer this question for me and get us started is why is it so hard for us to find the correct cannabis for everybody's condition? It just seems like that should be a no brainer. Well, most drugs take about 24 years to go from a concept to becoming over-the-counter. They go through concepting, the testing, going through all the phases of FDA. They go to a brand-name drug. They eventually become deemed safe enough to go to over-the-counter. And in all that time, there's a lot of research, consumer education, scientific analysis, data, all those things. Cannabis has kind of made that leap in about four years going from a stigmatized illegal drug to an over-the-counter drug. And we kind of skipped all of those steps in between. So people remember what they used cannabis for before, but there was never any sort of reference where people shared information to say, this helped me with nausea, this helped my headache, this helped me sleep. And none of that data was ever quantified or put into any kind of reference or resource that people could continue to add to year after year. Mm -hmm. So we're kind of lacking a lot of those steps in between. That makes sense. I I mean, 24 years. I didn't realize it was that long of a process. They're saying now that it takes $2.7 billion to bring a drug to market. And the FDA now has their fast tracking. So they've kind of dropped that number from 24 years to 17. Still a long time. Especially when it comes to cannabis. Every day you're hearing, oh, this works for this. Or, oh, this works for this. Or try this for this. I think it kind of creates a condition that needs to be corrected. And hopefully that's what we're going to do. I used to joke around that I had a bottled Marinol that sat on my shelf in the pharmacy until it expired every single time and it would never get prescribed. Part of that was because once one patient took it and they did not get the intended effect and that word of mouth would get around within the cancer community. Doctors, believe it or not, still felt that there was a stigma attached to it because it was synthetic THC and felt like there were more respectable drugs out there, like Zofran for nausea. Part of the problem was the trials that were done for Marinol long ago were never really repeated. We didn't have a lot of patients taking it, so it was never reinforced that it was effective. And that manufacturer didn't spend a lot of money on it to keep that research up, but yet a tremendous amount of money was spent on drugs like Zofran or Phenergan for nausea, and the research and education got out to consumers much more easily. What we're missing in medical marijuana is the research and education to patients in a standardized way. We are going to create the platform for that documentation 
by listening to patients, documenting what they're using their medications for, matching that up with the user demographic, the medical condition, and a lot of the medical parameters that should be taken in a regular medical history. What that will get us is a very complete picture of matching a demographic to a condition to the compounds that are working. Mm -hmm. We want to get to the point where I can tell you a 59-year-old postmenopausal woman with migraines is using this particular topical three times a day with this dosage and that she's getting a 95% efficacy rate, meaning that it's working for her 95% of the time. And we want patients to be able to share that information so they can replicate their results with that exact compound, not necessarily the strain, but the exact compounds that we know are working for that condition. Okay, but how do you intend to collect all this data? So through our survey tool, Aura, which is going to be a mobile app that all patients can access, they will be able to do entrance survey telling us about them and about their medical conditions. It's anonymous. I just need your age your sex, your medical condition. And then every time you use a product for that condition or additional conditions, you will enter in what you're using it for, how often you're using it, and whether or not you think it's working. We basically want your medical marijuana to be as as reliable for you as taking your Tylenol. I got to say, it's a very ambitious or large project that you're embarking upon, but based on your experience and your team's backgrounds, it seems well within your scope. We don't normally have a lot of companies on our show that are at your stage. It's really early in your company's lifespan. And most of the time, companies at your stage aren't as zeroed in on their core business yet. You know, they, they're just kind of leaving all their options open. And that's why we normally pass on companies. But in your case, you guys are laser focused on this project. You know exactly what you need to do, how you need to do it. From a startup standpoint, you're way more mature than most startups at your stage. Tell us a little bit. Thank you. Yeah, tell us a little Uh, bit about what's next for you, what you need in order to get this thing going. Well, we're definitely not a bunch of kids. We're all at the top of our games in our respective fields. My CSO has just done a successful exit to a very well-known cannabis company for his lab. My COO came out of tech and two of the companies that had the largest D rounds that have ever been raised. We've got exceedingly good people and we sought those out first. So we knew that we could execute. At this moment, we don't have to be plant touching. We have multiple labs in our portfolio that will do analysis for us. And the type of analysis that we are doing on the back end to identify the compounds that we feel are effective for the medical conditions will be identified through deep learning and machine learning. They will find those patterns for us. What we're doing now is the mobile app is almost completely built out. The backend platform is being built out and the chemical analysis 3D graphing database that matches up with that is being built out. So we're raising revenue for that. We are raising 3 million in seed fund right now. And then we plan to raise another seven probably in December of this year. And that will be to launch this and get it out to as many patients and users as we can. We have very good partnerships with some affiliate organizations right now to immediately get the survey out to their users. And one of those is ASA. They're very excited about the research component of this and us being able to immediately provide value to their user base. So right now you're in the middle of your seed round and it's a $3 million seed round. 
Correct. We'll have this information on the MJ Bulls website. I'm excited to talk to anyone about this. Um, I know it seems like a really big problem, but it's also probably the most important problem facing the industry right now. We feel like this is absolutely something we can tackle. We're already tackling it. We have a tremendous amount of interest and partners. I think that we have enough users that we can definitely benchmark significant pieces of data and data sets that will advance the industry. Like you said, it's good for the industry, but it's good for the population as a whole. I know a lot of people are rooting for you to get this thing figured out. Like I said earlier, it's a big project, but I think you have the uh, chops to get it done. Thank you. Thanks for your time today. Thank you. Good luck. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while we break it all down.